Welcome to the LV Magazine Podcast. I'm Felicia Johnson, Editor-in-Chief of LV Magazine and co-host of LV Magazine Podcast alongside Lester Green. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Lester Green, a.k.a. The Connector, and I am co-host of the LV Magazine Podcast with Felicia Johnson. I'm an actor, producer, screenwriter, rapper, author, and host. My specialty is connecting people, and that's why they call me The Connector. And I'm excited to be here. So we got an incredible guest coming up. His name is Stephen Dean. He is a multi-award-winning independent director, producer, as well as an experienced actor. He has his own independently owned film production company called Dean Filmworks, LLC. So we're going to chop it up with him and discuss his process in terms of filmmaking. Hi, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you so much for asking. So Stephen Dean, welcome to the LB Magazine podcast show. It is a pleasure to have you. Uh, thank you both. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure as well. Yeah, I'm like, so excited to have you. I haven't talked to you in a while, though. We follow each other on Instagram, but it's nice to just reconnect. So how are you doing? Oh, uh, pr- pretty good now. How, how have you both been doing through all this? <laughs> pretty good for the most part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. It's been uh, putting a little damper on a couple of projects, but nothing too major. <laughs> Yeah, I I can completely relate. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to get gas back in the tank to go, you know? Exactly. So many many factors. (laughs) Yeah. So, Stephen, how are you adjusting with this whole pandemic life? Are you filming anything new? Are you on set? Or what's your status? Um, Well, I am trying to finish a belated project that's uh, spanned about two years now. And uh, fortunately, the pandemic did play a big part but uh family health issues including some of my own that came up during the time to sidelined it so i'm trying to find the steam to get back into it to finish the thing because it's it's been the challenge of my life at the moment just to get back going again right so you mentioned you've been working on this film project for two years now what is your normal process like under normal circumstances does it take that long or um it hasn't in the past i think this one's more ambitious than things i've done in the past i guess that's the natural progression anyways that we're you know always trying to one up the last thing or do something different trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. like the original goal i had in mind uh, uh, with some end result that i'll feel satisfied with for the moment at least uh (laughs) so usually six to eight months up to 12 months i think in the past on things i've worked on depending on what it is uh i'm definitely not one of those filmmakers that tries to do a project in two or three months unless it's just the the filming part i try to do fairly quick but you know the pre-production work and of course the editing and post-production work always takes a lot longer especially for me balancing everything else um and just being a one-man band when it comes to post-production oh Um, a a lot of people don't realize what goes into the pre-production the production of a film because (laughs) i've worked on projects where the actors they get the script and then we're doing rehearsals and they're like oh when are we going to start filming 
Like, can we, I'm like, well, we didn't even finish getting the lines down at, at this point. Yeah. Like we, and plus yeah. we we're still looking for a location and they get kind of yeah. antsy. And then once you do film, it's yeah. like, when is it going to be available? When can I tell people when it's, it's going to be out? available to straight? It's like, yes. we're still yeah. editing it. We're, we're adding stuff. We're changing stuff up. We're adding yep. music. It's, so, yeah, I don't think uh, there's a lot of people that realize the mm-hmm. before and after Uh, process of filmmaking that's right that's so true you know and i mean i i get their perspective because i do acting myself and have done acting i don't think i'm all that great at it but i try (laughs) and (laughs) you know um but i get that frustration on them but at the same time uh you brought up from arian there's so much um things to to consider and trying to make the project even worse something to put out there and having Mm -hmm. to go back and make up for mistakes or add things you've missed and um so it's and the intellectual property side you know if you've got something really worked on hard you don't want to put out a bunch of demo reels that that's going to be posted anywhere for vanity points so i've ran into issues with that too i'm like you know please 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 just use it for professional work, you know, with agents, casting directors, and, mm-hmm. you know, please don't put on social media because we're not done with it yet. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to tell a story here that's got some intellectual property. And when you just put it out there, sometimes it doesn't matter as much to anybody else as it does us, but there's still that yeah. frustration. <laughs> Very true. Because you can see like a small little seed and then come up with a very similar project. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. It happens. <laughs> it, so it does. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like, so you, uh, Felicia, uh, you've worked on um, uh, in indie projects too. Uh, I guess on your own as well. So you're familiar with the the. Uh, yes. So I help produce films with my mother. We we uh, co-own LV Media. So this okay. is part of LV Magazine, and then yeah. she. She primarily comes up with the ideas of the movies and I just like help her with the script writing and um, production of everything and getting the actors together. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's it it is so tough too. Cause I try to, um, you guys may be familiar um, in the business that, there's certain individuals I've heard of before that over promise and under deliver to the (laughs) actor standpoint. I'm always yeah. conscious of trying to manage their expectations. So I'm probably overly honest because of that, because I don't want anybody going into it feeling like it's one thing and it being another. Mm-hmm. And and there's always an ebb and flow of it changing too. So I always just probably a little bit over <laughs> overly conscious of it. But mm-hmm. I, that's the other thing of trying to manage um, expectations of actors being involved in things too, coming in that like, Hey, this is what we do have. And I know, these other things are what we won't have <laughs> because because uh, there's just so many different scales to productions I've ran into over the years uh, with that issue. Um, co- since I know we're Atlanta now and we have some huge things here, but you know I'm not one of those. Oh, huge Atlanta's things. making moves. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta's. Gosh, it is. And it's wonderful, but their scale and budget tiers are certainly not mine. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's basically about to be the new Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. It That's really what Miss Pat. We were just talking about Miss Pat earlier. That's where she films her show in Atlanta. All right. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys um 
uh, Lester's, I tell you, and Lester on one hand, he's probably, you know, we met him at the, uh, I met him at the film festival with my uh, dad and a few other people uh, the first time we met. And I've never been seeing somebody that's so wonderful at networking and getting out there and just building relationships. I'm really impressed mm. with you, Lester. I just want you to know that because uh, you're just so good at that. And you, you just that's why he's the well. connector. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. He's awesome. He's amazing. And um, and I'm so proud of all the uh, progress that that you've made because I've watched uh, over the past few years since we first met, and I was like, wow, you really unwavering. You know, you just really keep building that network, and that's so important too. Um, I know as acting or producing and, and, and creating things. And that's, uh, that's something I don't do so well. So I know my weaknesses. That's another thing this whole process has taught me is uh, trying to pace <laughs> for sure. Just yeah. trying to pace myself. Um, mm -hmm. uh, that's the thing with my process too, when I'm trying to do a project. Um, I try not to sideline anything, but the current project is a new experience for me because I never expected it to get this drawn out but there's just factors outside my control that made me have to pretty much park the car and, <laughs> and get out <laughs> for a while and <laughs> stretch a little bit and take a take a breather uh just to try to um uh catch catch my breath and find perspective uh where i wanted to go with the project i'm trying to finish because i haven't really ran into this and some of it uh, well, a lot of it was a pandemic again with, but then um, health issues uh, with family members and, you know, changing roles to be a primary caregiver that just mm -hmm. was unexpected. So, so that came first, of course. And, and, um, but I've, I've just never, you know, you don't really expect that when you, when I started the project, this wasn't exactly in, in the field of vision. So <laughs> it came right. very quickly after and the ball was already rolling. So I just tried to keep it going. And at one point it got too much to where I just had to yeah. stop completely. I mean, what with making films is primarily me and my mom, we do hire other people or for like smaller tasks. Um, I guess you could say like independent contractors, but yeah. I, if you're doing stuff by yourself, I can, I can only imagine because just with the two of us, it's sometimes yeah. we just really feel overwhelmed and it's just like yeah. it's so much that goes into yeah. making a film. That's why there's so many different departments and there's multiple people in each department. Like the person yes. that's handling lighting should not be also handling wardrobe, should yes. not also be handling camera. And that's kind of like how we're operating a little bit. Yeah, I, it, it can really make your head just feel like it's about to explode. Yeah, so so much that so that pressure on your chest. <laughs> I know, I I know that weight just feels. That's kind of where I'm back at now, just because I know I need to move this ahead and and <laughs> and get it done. <laughs> and there's a lot of stress there. And you're right. And mentioning, um, you know, when it comes to acting, I I absolutely love working with actors, but it's like any other pool of a uh, population pool of people you know you you just have different um expectations different personality types and uh, mm -hmm. for most part i've had pleasant experiences um but i think it it helps just the level of transparency I always try to have going into it and i've even told people before you know if you feel like you need a production that has this this and this this probably isn't that production <laughs> as much as i'd love to work with you 
I'd rather you find something you want to be involved in than, you know, get into this expecting one thing and be disappointed. So I just, I think that communication is so important. Um, And that was a learning curve. Uh, You know, that's a tough one too. Even if you have a little bit of a budget, boy, trying to get certain locations can just eat it up so fast, can it? Like say, sometimes our locations are from like Airbnb. It'll say a certain amount. And we learn from experience. It's very, same with the actors. If you're going to rent a place, just tell them like, hey, we're filming a movie here. We won't use anything that's identifying outside your house so people won't like come to your home or know where it's at. We're not going to use the city. We're just using the interior place of the of your home. And all of a sudden, as soon as they hear that it's going to be in a movie, the price that's listed on the Airbnb, it goes up like 10 times. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know where we're at. I don't think they know where we're at. I always explain people. I'm like, I'm not mainstream Hollywood um, because I've had that happen to me, too. I I went to a place. um, It was actually a facility and I was able to shoot outside for a very affordable rate. But um, when they first when I first tried to price, they had like a a simulated little hospital area. And I was like, Ooh, I'd love to film in there. But it it was basically going to be over 4,000 bucks for a day. And Mm -hmm. I worked on major union stuff and I've been around when locations negotiate filming at certain things. And most of the time, I don't even think they pay that kind of rate for some of the shows because they're on a budget. The the prices that they say they're not used to filmmaking. And like you're saying, like major budgets don't even pay for those type of rates. Like it's it's kind of super ridiculous what they're offering. And it's like, uh, no, we're going to have to turn it down. So true. And it's just, I'm like, I'm not in that spectrum, you know, I always, um, try to t- uh, try to handle that too. One time I filmed well no one time here's something unique that might help somebody. I one time we did film it's actually for his current project and finished in an office building facility and we had free use of the whole uh, building, very corporate uh, building. It was really nice, but there's no way I could pay their rate. So what we ended up doing, I did some work for him for a uh, commercial mm-hmm. spot because they needed some video work it turned out oh. through doing some um industrial work for them it it was not easy if i would have had to rent out that facility for two days it would have been a lot a lot more money than i would have been able to pay that's for sure so luckily i we did go film there for two days uh thanks to just exchange of uh of work so i was really glad to make that deal it it took a little while though that's so interesting if you said that because the only time we had a really good deal on a place was something similar to that. It was an old cosmetology school. We were looking for like hospital type beds and the, the school was going out of business and he was trying to sell all their supplies and they were selling beds for like the estheticians where you do your facials and stuff. So we was able to get some beds that we can mock up the kind of like hospital beds and we paid like super cheap for them because they were just going to toss them in the garbage if they couldn't sell oh. them. Wow. And after just purchasing those beds, we was talking to them and looking at the place. It was like, so you guys are emptying out all these rooms. Can we shoot a video here? Like, can we, we yeah. shoot one of our scenes? And I, the beds it themselves was like $15 a piece. And wow. then they, they only charge us like $50 to shoot for like five oh, hours there. Nice. That is wonderful. So, yeah. Oh. Just networking and doing business with people and businesses yep. that, yeah, that can help a lot. Yeah. Cause yeah, you got to start somewhere. And a lot of people coming up, um, 
uh, you know, through through the uh, years, wouldn't have made the films they made. Uh, Robert Red- Rodriguez was uh, uh, one of them, um, and uh, several other ones that just did shoestring budget films. Uh, even mm-hmm. Tarantino started uh, exactly with, with so it's just like, well, that's you know, that's good for them. Um, working on the large stuff at union rate and everything like that, but that that shoe doesn't fit all sizes and people do have to start somewhere. So I don't agree with that at all. Um, it's like going to the high school and telling them you need to pay them like NFL players. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> so it's not the same thing at all. Um, so I think that's just the, something that, you know, that managing yeah. expectations on the side of crew and um, actors. All everything. you need is a camera. If you got a phone, that's you right. got a camera. <laughs> Yeah, you can start. Yes. That's right. Yeah. You can, you can free location outside. Yeah. <laughs> Just write yeah. your movie or write your scenes around outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. do it, not need yeah. a big budget. No not budget at all, to be honest with no, you. No, not at all. If you have, you know, if you have that conversation with people in front and you don't have a budget, you just have a little money a pocket. If you're, you know, paying for food and trying to take care of it, just up front say, hey, you know, we have a budget. And, and everybody makes fun of exposure bucks. And I, I get where they're coming from because it's, um, I guess it's been leveraged as more than it should be with people maybe that are ignorant of the film and television industry, how far it will or won't go. But I think, you know, that dialogue again, being honest on front end to explain to people, hey, this is exactly what it is. And it's not probably going to be anything more than this. So I just don't want you to feel like I'm overselling it. <laughs> and that's... I, at that point, if they sign up, then they, they know at least the uh, truth behind it. Exactly. When I first got um, involved in actually the industry, it was uh, doing makeup. So oh. at my first, because I was doing makeup for like uh, fashion shows and photo shoots and then a That's couple bad. of small films. Okay. Uh, but the first, literally the <clears throat> first entire year, I finished makeup school in February of 2011. Oh, my wow. first check was not until February 2012. Oh man. So like I did literally I was working at least two gigs every week. Yeah. So I mean it gave me exposure. It gave me like the the resources that I needed. It gave me my portfolio to apply for better gigs. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes yeah. people just really need to get out there and it's not all about making the money. If this is something that yeah. you want to do, you're gonna yeah. have to get some exposure and nobody's gonna pay you for yeah. doing something where you have no experience in. Now you Amen. might find a smaller, <laughs> <laughs> you might find a smaller pr- production that could use your talents. Cause if you're doing this, you might have some sort of talent and yeah, you just work in, until you get to a better level. Until you get the experience until you get the resume that you need to apply for something better. Yes. Thank you. But like we could talk about this for hours and hours. Cause I could tell you have a passion for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Energy that you bring to the table. But in closing, how would you encourage upcoming filmmakers, new filmmakers to work on their craft in terms of being a director or being a filmmaker? What advice would you give them? Uh, don't listen. Okay, this is going to be cliche, but don't listen to anybody that tells you not to do it or not to do it <laughs> a certain way. I mean, you know, I would just say going in again, transparency and honesty with anybody you deal with that way you manage their expectations because the business has such high expectations. Like we had discussed, 
when you talk to people, they get the wrong idea where you're starting from. Um, you know, don't get, don't chase the newest gear. That has been my problem. And mm. it's no joke. A lot of independent small filmmakers think you have to get the best camera you can afford. You have to get the best lens. Yeah, you'll get minute uh, quality, I mean, improvements in quality and things of picture quality and sound. And there are certain things you really would be nice to have, but don't go in the hole for it because it's as it's like the computer business. The cameras are updated every year almost. So you're always running with an obsolete camera. If you keep it for a few years, it's okay. Um, it's more important to focus on the craft and learning to use the camera you do have and, being able to work small, like we had said, don't try to be overly ambitious to begin with. A lot of people, I've seen them talk about, oh, I don't want my first project to be crap. I don't want it to be bad or poorly received. It, it, you know, we don't all get to come out of the gate with, um, uh, with a studio contract. So <laughs> just do the best you can, but just start. I mean, just start and don't let... Uh, you know, take sound advice, but don't let discouragement um, stop you. Just find ways around the roadblocks. I like that sound advice. Yeah. Very so sound I'm, advice. Yeah. How can people stay in touch with you, Stephen? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And thanks for having me, guys. We really could talk for hours. Um, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I would love to have you back on because definitely yeah. we could talk <laughs> Yeah, There's probably a lot of people that that's going to want to know like, a little bit more about the industry and some of the advice yeah. that we can give them. Yeah, yeah. I wish, you know, I'm, I just have my own experiences. I know everybody else has different experiences and we're all just kind of trying to find our way through the fog here. But, I, you know, I would uh, be happy to help people as much as can. Um, if they want to look me up on Instagram, you know, it's Dean Filmworks. Um, I also have a DeanFilmworks.com website and um that's probably the easiest way. I, I, I'm pretty attentive to emails and things. Um, but, you know, there, there's no one way to do it, neither. I'll just say that in closing. Uh, people have to find their own way of, that works for them. There's a lot of different ways to do this. And there are rules, but there's also rules you should break sometimes. You just need to know when and which ones those are. Right. Exactly. Pleasure's been all mine, guys. And I really appreciate you having me. And thanks so much. Uh, just well, great. Thank you. With you. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Uh, I wish y'all right. best of luck until we talk again. Just uh, feel free to reach out if you need anything, though. Felicia, I thank you and your mother. Good luck to you guys. I I'm, I really uh, admire y'all for doing that because I, I I mean I, I I'm bleeding with you. I totally feel the pain. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And thank you for being here on the LB Magazine podcast with Felicia Johnson and Lester Green. Please visit our website at www.lbmagazinepodcast.com. Ciao.